Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I've never thought that I could have a startup. So I'm excited as well. And it's really good journey. And let's see what will happen. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. Let's talk virtual events. I think virtual events are a thing that are coming and coming strong. I just saw this huge tech conference called Collision have this home website. I'm not sure what that's about. I know Seedstars is thinking about doing a virtual event. SEM Rush did Global Marketing Day. There's so many virtual events that could help unite community while our world is so unusual right now. I think it's a great way to think about how can we connect one another when politics and government and just peers are encouraging, you know, social distancing. We need connection as humans. It's important to our well-being to our prosperity that we do connect. So thinking about all the innovative ways of how can we bring our business to a virtual setting where we can still experience connection and not be robbed of something so vital in our well-being and our growth. So if you have examples of great software and companies doing it well, I encourage you to share it with me on social media, at Esprit Devora on any social media. If you know of a great you know, virtual event software solution or companies who have done virtual events really well, I would love to see those examples. So please do send them to me, at Esprit Devora, E-S-P-R-E-E-D-E-V-O-R-A. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Welcome back 
to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. We have celebrated hundreds of women. I think it's beyond 100 countries now. It's absolutely insane. And now I am in Tbilisi, Georgia, the country, not the state. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Incredible things going on in the startup ecosystem. From Startup Grind being here a couple weeks ago with over 1,000 attendees. Absolutely incredible. Um, venture capital events. It's just so much is going on. And I can't wait to welcome our next guest. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time. Go ahead. Tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. I'm Nato and I have my startup, which is Bizon and it's online marketplace for equipment sharing and financing. It's like I'm the girl from heavy equipment industry. (laughs) So this is my startup and we started like a year ago and uh, we got our first investment in August. Wow, congratulations. And we got this Gita grant as well in September. So yeah. (laughs) And how much was it for? Are you allowed to say how much you raised? Uh, Yeah, of course. Uh, With private investment, we raised around $40,000 and uh, Gita grant was 100,000 gel. So it's around 33,000 USD. And explain to us what is the Gita grant? So Gita grant is... Uh, what does it stand for? Uh, yeah. It's uh, Georgian Innovation and Technology Agency and it, uh, it cooperates with the World Bank and they have these uh, grants for startups and startup maybe like in the innovation stage or like in the idea stage or in the startup stage and uh, the competition is really high. Like they had around 200 applications and then they select 40 and out of 40 they have the trainings and this venture capitalists and the mentors and then you go to the finals where five people from this time was from Silicon Valley and they have to choose 20 companies which will get this grant. So the main stages are like that. And what have you found about this entrepreneurial journey? Did you always dream about being an entrepreneur? Is this Actually, yeah, this is a good question because I, I never thought that I could have a startup. I was like, I've studied like quantitative finance in uh, university and I have MBA for that. And I always thought that I would be like financial manager or CF or something like that and would work in the company. And I did work for the company for 10 years. And I just decided that it's time to take a risk and maybe do something uh, with myself and with my team so I'm excited as well and it's really good journey and let's see what will happen <laughs> what did you tell yourself at the time in order to give yourself the power to make the transition Actually, it was pretty difficult and it is still difficult. I don't want other startups to feel like it is uh, easy and it's really emotional and you need some stability in your uh, heart and you you should have this vision that it will work. Maybe not this startup, but this kind of journey. Right. So what gave me strength was the team I had. We were working in one company together and we decided to have this startup together. So we empowered each other in it. Also, what was important for me was that we had the expertise in this field what we are trying to do and it's a comfort it's not actually different things so it gives us the comfort so this is I think faith a team and a little bit
little bit of experience in what you are doing. And so I think it's... What is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? Like the best guidance? I think, uh, again, it's about the vision. If you have the vision and faith, and I had many times of like turbulence and turmoils where you want to like, just, okay, give up and everything. But this thing is, if you have this faith, and my friends and my mentors told me that you have the strengths and you can go there and just focus on vision. This is, I think, the most important, what helped me to go in this stage and maybe will help me and my team to go on the other stage. Focus well. on vision. Yeah, focus on vision and what you see and what's important for you. It's not like something that gets from outside. It should be like internal uh, and it's, you shouldn't do something for others or like other visions. It's like what you are passionate about. And if you are passionate about something, you will find a way to do it. So just follow your passion is I think the idea. <laughs> and tell us about what's your day-to-day look like? Yes, it's pretty busy uh, because we are launching our product now. So uh, we are doing like text things, like with working with developers, we're doing design things, we're uh, planning the marketing, we're planning everything. So it's pretty hectic and pretty chaotic, but we try to manage it and lower this stress thing. And again, what helps is that team which I'm working with, it's really comfort to have this kind of team which you trust and they trust you. And uh, I think think that my days is pretty like that we're doing stuff like management administration it things and this kind of stuff so this week is pretty hectic because we're getting launched so and who is your end customer what's your goal what kind of metrics do you want to meet by this time next year yeah so as i told you it's a marketplace but it uh, involves for equipment sharing and uh, also it involves financing so our main purpose is to make this triangle which is what equipment suppliers clients like businesses who have once like road construction equipment mm-hmm. or medical equipment or transportation equipment or agricultural equipment and there are the financial institutions like lessors banks insurance companies which have the interest to have this kind of customer base so what we are trying is to give them unified platform where they can find the, uh, the equipment uh, where they can compare prices rent sell or buy they may have the idea equipment which they want to sell or which they want to rent so we have to connect them all our main purpose now is to get as much traffic on our platform as possible then from that we will continue to increase some other kind of uh, streams and how did you get connected here because what I love so far about the Georgia Tech community is that it seems like the ecosystem is growing together in unity that um, you know it's still small here so everybody is kind of working together to make sure it flourishes. How did you get connected here and how do you find your community within Tbilisi? In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices? What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. I'm Saranya Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast and keep on coding. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts.
how did you get connected here and how do you find your community within Tbilisi? Uh, I have to say that I never thought that there was this kind of community because I, I've never thought of a startup and I was more corporate girl or corporate uh, person. I have to mention Jita Grant again. When uh, we went there, it was not only a competition. They gave us this uh, access to this community, like uh, they have our meetings, etc., etc. And what did bring us, it brought uh, publicity. And I know, like, when we are here now, Alliance Group holding, yes. And uh, I know these people because we've been in business together. And when they found out that I have this startup, they contacted me and I was very happy to do this thing. So I think this context also work. And uh, what I see is that if uh, this uh, key as stakeholders see that you want to do something, they are very willing to help you uh, without anything. And so I'm very happy for that. <laughs> yeah, and a huge shout out to the Alliance Group. Is that how you say it? The Alliance Group? A huge shout out to them for like helping facilitate yeah, yeah, this yeah, interview. Yeah. yeah. Um, and something I love to ask, it's a little bit quirky, is what is your favorite tech tool, something you can't live without, a mobile app or a website <laughs> that you go to all the time okay, or yeah. hardware? <laughs> I I love my sp- smartphone, of course, <laughs> and social media is the yeah. thing that I can't live without because everything is there. And in Georgia, actually, uh, Facebook is really, uh, really picking. Like everything is done with Facebook, even uh, the business work and even the business communication. Right. And I have to say that Facebook is the main thing that we use and I use often. I noticed that Facebook here is more popular for business than LinkedIn. Yes. Like uh, LinkedIn. It's so opposite in America. Really? (laughs) So it's so not like that in America. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when I have the communication with like uh, other countries and uh, people with uh, other countries, they always send me a LinkedIn uh, thing and I always communicate with them uh, via via LinkedIn. But here, everything is done by Facebook. (laughs) Like mostly. I think that. So you use both. Where can people find you on Facebook or LinkedIn? Where should they find you? They can find me both uh, on Facebook and then on LinkedIn of course uh, with the my name uh, it's the same name for everyone Nato Toronjadze and I'll spell it for you okay. N-A-T-O last name T-O-R-O-N J-A-D-Z-E and to check out her company go to B-I-Z-O-N dot G-E um, and you said you just launched uh, we're launching next week next week yes so, <laughs> so by the time you're you all listening to this yeah. it will be launched yes. How are you feeling? Nervous, excited as well. And I think that uh, uh, what I'm feeling, that I, I feel fearless. I'm nervous, but I don't feel fear because I know that it will work. And if it doesn't, I know what to do to make it work. Like yeah. I have this feeling. I don't know. I, I don't know how it will turn out. But the thing is like that. So I'm nervous, but I think it's pretty exciting. It's my first company and I'm launching it with my team and I, I feel happy. <laughs> what are what are your expectations on that first day? What do you think will happen? Okay, we're like, don't get too excited or don't think that too many users will come i think the main thing is to just get started and the moment we will get started i think 
it will flow. It's funny. I was on stage talking about um, what is success. And we all picture success as like a million people going to your website on day one or or being on the cover of a magazine or, (laughs) you know, but um, after all this time being an entrepreneur, I realized success is simply taking action. Yeah. Stepping forward. I can't agree more. (laughs) You can't control what the outcome is going to be, but you can control whether you take a step forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A (laughs) hundred percent. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Yes, thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we Um, wrap up? Just good luck and (laughs) follow your dreams, maybe, and patience. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for connecting with the Women in Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We'll take you straight to the Facebook group. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I'm Natot Aranjadze. My company is Bison, an online marketplace for equipment sharing and financing. I'm a founder and a CEO, and we are based in Tbilisi, Georgia, and you're listening to Women in Tech. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In Season 4, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and, in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But... Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer. The key thing about timesharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launch season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real 
guts the women in tech of what it was about. Is hosted I'm Saranya Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast. And keep on coding. So thank you. And eat your sandwiches. Season 4 is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.